0: You're listening to Daryl.com. You've got questions, we'll get you the answers. Daryl.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of the Ask Daryl podcast. The Ask Daryl podcast is where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, take your questions on social media, technology, and communications, all dealing with the church, and do my best to answer them in the most brief yet thorough way possible. Today's question comes from Christy Henry, who is Christy Ann Henry on Twitter. And the question is, should your church have multiple Facebook pages? And she really, she's asking really, should you have multiple Facebook pages for like multiple ministries? Uh, And you know, the scenario, um, you have somebody come to you and say, Hey, we want to create a Facebook page for our ministry. And you as the social media director slash communications for your, person for your church, it's like going, I don't know if that's a good idea. So this Mm -hmm. is a fantastic question from Christy and it's actually one that I've gotten a whole bunch of times. It actually was ironically, Christy sent me the question and it was already on my list of things to talk about. So it just, it kind of came together. I thought, yeah, let's definitely talk about this. So as I said before, you've probably been in that scenario where somebody's come up to you and said, We really are, we've got a growing ministry, we got things are happening, it's crazy, we really need a Facebook page. Uh, we want to communicate more, we want to share photos, video clips, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. So, um, what do you do? Well, let me kind of walk you through some of the things that you need to do in order to make this happen. If you decide this is what you want to do, and then I'm going to kind of walk you through conversation. You need to have some ground rules you got to lay down. And then, um, I'll kind of give you my word of caution towards the end. Uh, so when you have this conversation about somebody wanting a Facebook page, I think you need to sit down with them and you need to talk to them about actually what a Facebook page is, a fan page is, if you will, um, that it's not a homepage. page. It's not like a website homepage where people are going to come and visit it all the time. But instead, it's an outflow of content that they're going to put into the page. In other words, they put content on the page and it flows into people's news feeds. A lot of times, I've noticed that ministry leaders don't understand the difference between the two. And so they think it's like having their own web page. And it's not because you're not going to get the same amount of traffic that you normally would get on a web page. Um, Google doesn't index your Facebook fan page um, from, what I can, from what I understand. So I don't think... It's really functions the same way. Um, so, you're, first off, you're going to have to understand a mind shift from them that hey, it's not like a normal web page. Two, they need to understand that there is going to be a a considerable amount of work to keep a Facebook page up and running. And the question you need to ask them is, is, are you willing to do the constant upkeep? Now, first everybody says they're, they're willing to do it. They're willing to do their work. It's a lot like a kid getting a dog, you know? Yeah, dad, yeah, mom and dad, I'll take care of the dog. And three weeks later, mom and dad are up at 4am taking care of the dog. And that's sometimes how a Facebook page can be. Like first people start out saying, yeah, I can do it. I can do it. And then when you ask them to really dive in and create consistent content, it kind of falls apart. So you're going to have to be really upfront with them about the amount of work it actually is really going to take to keep it up and keep it done well. And then the other thing you need to remind them of is is just because – let's say like it really does really grow that just because let's say it grows and they have got like a thousand likes just because you have a thousand likes doesn't mean whenever you publish your content that a thousand people saw it they need to understand that facebook is going to limit the reach of their posts obviously facebook wants you to pay for that um they want you to pay to kind of boost and increase your reach of your posts. So they need to understand a little bit of, you know, the rule that, you know, if you get beyond 10 to 15% engagement, that's actually really good. So you're going to have to kind of set expectations for them on how well their content actually will do on Facebook. So now that you've kind of had that conversation, you've talked them through, Hey, this is not a homepage It is going to require a lot of work. And guess what? Not everybody's going to see your content. Then you kind of need to lay down some ground rules. And here's some ground rules. I think that are doable ground rules and they are, I think a good functioning, uh, co- if you will, contract between you and the ministry leader. Uh, first thing, uh, if the Facebook page is dormant more than 30 days, you might need to pull it down. Um, you might need to say, Hey guys, it's been dormant more than 30 days are we going to have content? And you might have to do some social, you might have to do some prompting to get more social media content. Um, that puts more burden on you as the person who's running communications for your church. But the reality of it is, is you're going to have to keep an eye on that. And the agreement I think you need to make is there are certain markers that these markers are not hit. In other words, Hey, if I don't see content of our 30, 45, 60 day period, then you know what? We need to take the Facebook page down. Uh, I think by giving that kind of an agreement that uh, in terms of how much content is going to go out and, and house and how often, Often, it kind of gives you the leverage you need to uh, properly make sure the brand is being represented well on Facebook. Uh, Number two, you need to make sure that you're the admin on the page, okay? You need to be that admin on basically any Facebook page that is part of your church's ministry. Um, And why is that? Well, first off, one, if a ministry leader or somebody leaves guess what? And they set up the Facebook page and you're not an admin. You have no way of accessing that Facebook page. That actually happened to me when I came here. Um, I came here and there was somebody in our ministry who left and I was asked to, hey, can you redo this on this Facebook page? I said, sure. I said, just make me an admin. And then I realized that none of the other people in that ministry were admins. We had to hunt down the other minister who had left and say, "Hey." I need to be made an admin of that, which means I have to be their Facebook friends, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden, you know, it becomes a long, long uh, process. So you need to make sure on the front end, you're the admin. Now, one way to ensure that is, you're the one who sets up that page. If they want a ministry page set up, you know, they want a Facebook page for their ministry set up. You know what? If I were you, I'd say, you know what? Let me set it up. And here's why. One, you'll make sure the graphics are properly laid out and that they meet kind of just basic branding standards with Facebook in terms of the, the cover image, the profile image, those type of things. You'll make sure they're done, done well 2 um, you'll make sure that the uh, graphics are on brand and that they are the graphics that you that represent your, your church. Uh, you'll also make sure that the roles are established in terms of admin, editor, those type of things. All those, I can't remember all the roles that you got, but you got those finite roles that are for a Facebook page, you'll make sure those things are properly assigned and managed well. And the other thing is you can also tweak the layout, you know, r- remove some things. Um, I typically turn off like the messaging feature of, uh, messaging the page. Uh, because I, I tell people I typically let, let all your channels go through, flow through email. We don't need another inbox to check. So I turn off the message feature of like, I, I, it's not called direct message, but like private messaging on a Facebook page. So people can't message a page. So I kind of lay all that out on the page and I kind of handle that so I can make sure it's set up well. And also if something was to happen to that ministry leader, I still have access to that page itself. The other thing, uh, in terms of some of the agreement that we make is that we're going to partner on advertising about the page. We'll do some advertising on our end. We'll push it out through some of our channels, but they've got to do a good portion of their work to get people to like the page and to get that up and rolling. That's not going to fall all on our team. So that's kind of the ground rules that we laid down. Now, here's my word of caution to you. If this is the route you decide to go, you need to determine a couple of things. One, is this scalable for you? Can you keep up with all these Facebook pages? If you can't, you need to rethink whether or not these Facebook pages are a good idea. Now, you might say, well, that's not fair to the ministry that they're limited on how they do social media based off of my ability to scale Things up, and I hear that that makes that makes a lot of sense, but at the same time, uh, you have a job, and that is to manage your, manage your church's brand online. So there is a little bit of a trade off there. So you need to figure out if it's something you can do, and have it be done well. Um, the other thing is, is you need to figure out for you some sort of criteria by which you say, yes, your ministry is large enough or it's growing at a certain pace that, yes, you know what? You definitely need a Facebook page. In other words, you need to come up with this this basically set of criteria that says you meet these criteria, therefore you can have a Facebook page. Otherwise, once one ministry gets a Facebook page, everybody's going to want a Facebook page. And then all of a sudden you're going to be flooded with requests. So you need to make sure you find a way to make this scalable and they have certain criteria mm-hmm. that... People will have to meet in order to make multiple Facebook pages, you know, for different ministries. So that's my advice on handling uh, multiple Facebook pages. Again, I'm not a super huge fan of it, um, but I definitely see how um, certain ministries would like it and use it. Um, I had... Conversation with another ministry leader the other day from another church, and they asked me about it. And I would, and I, I kind of give this caveat of saying, I think it's worth trying. You should do it. I will tell you from experience, I find that Facebook pages that are more geared towards women's ministry tend to do better than men's ministry. Uh, So I would tell you, if you're thinking about it for specific gender ministries, then women are usually going to fare better than men. Um, In terms of age group ministries, children typically do better in the sense that when you have VBS week and those type of things, you can post pictures of kids, uh, assuming you got photo permission to do so. And that usually drives a lot of traffic. So there's some. Again, there's some positives to it. Um it kind of get kind of helps your ministry dip their toes in the social media waters. And again, the negative is is that you're gonna have to think about how you can scale out and manage that brand and manage it well. So hopefully I answered your question about how you handle multiple Facebook pages for your church. So if you got a question for me, head on over to askdaryl.com. That's A-S-K-D-A-R-E-L.com. Or you can direct message me on Twitter. I'm at D-G-I-R-A-R-D-I-E-R on Twitter. Or you can use the hashtag AskDaryl. Don't forget, uh, we're also on iTunes, and you can rate us there. We're also on Stitcher. If you are on an Android device and you don't have iTunes, you can use Stitcher. Alrighty. so... Thanks so much for the question, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to AskDaryl.com. Don't forget, if you've got questions, go online and submit them to AskDaryl.com.